a lot of feminine hygiene products have been proven to have a very, very strong link to an increase in infections. Yeah. Yes. Women who use these products actually report more yeast infections, more bacterial vaginosis, a higher chance of getting pelvic um, inflammation. It, it, it's mind-boggling. Vaginas are a perfect ecosystem. They have exactly the right balance they're of good and bad bacteria. They're self-cleaning. They're Leave vaginas alone. Don't look at them. Don't perfume in them I mean don't you can look, look at them sorry definitely look at them hang on I was with you look at, don't look, 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 look at them in all, don't look them straight in the eyes <laughs> look at them in all their glory you Just will don't, turn don't to stone weird smelling things up them they don't need it the yeah. thing that's funny about it is you know she did to the, the conversation. conversation for her by yeah. her this episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Conversation Podcast. I'm Stephanie and I'm joined today by some wonderful women of power and we're going to be chatting about the pink tax. So I am joined today by Mona. Hey, hey, hey. B. Hello. Who are regulars on the podcast. Oh, and yeah. we also have a very special guest joining us today, Natalie Byrne, a London-based illustrator and author. She is the author of a wonderful book called Period. And it is everything that you need to know about having a period. So, say hi, Nat. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> and where can our listeners find you if they want to catch up with your illustrations? Um, I'm Natalie Byrne on Instagram. That's B-Y-R-N-E. Fantastic. So make sure that you're following Natalie because her illustrations are wicked. So today we are going to be talking about female products. Mm-hmm. Um, how they are created, how they are marketed towards us. Um, the discrepancy between what we have to pay and what the men have to pay. I'm, I'm sure we've all got personal experiences and thoughts on this, so I think it's going to be a really good episode. But I wanted to uh, kick us off by uh, going through a little icebreaker. So I'm sure, as we all know, um, a lot of animal advertising towards women is kind of based on what's wrong with us and what we need to correct. So I thought it'd be fun if we all go around and actually say something that we just love about ourselves. So, B? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So, I think I would say something I love about myself is my smile. Smile slash laugh, nice. I think. Um, I actually had a friend recently who told me that he really likes hanging out with me because I laugh at all of his jokes, <laughs> like all of them. Um, and I realise it's probably because I'm quite easy to please. <laughs> but he said it just makes him feel really good about himself because I'm <laughs> laughing away at everything he says. Obviously not everything, not if it's serious. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my top thing. That's what I, my feedback that I get from my nice. friends. It's always positive. You did a survey. Yeah, ten my out survey. Ten people would recommend your smile. I'm very positive <laughs> and I will kind of find something funny if you say it. <laughs> I like that. I like your hair, B. I think it has absolutely oh, stunning. Oh, thanks. Like yes. If you can yeah. see, it's bright pink. It is bright pink. Yeah. It changes. We never know what colour it's going to be. It's fantastic. I look a bit like candy floss, but it's all good. I like candy floss mm. a lot. Um, I like... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think physically it is difficult to come to a terms of acceptance as to how you look and the tra- trying to be <clears throat> the woman that you would like to be physically. Mm. Um... So that is a work in progress for me. But what I do like about myself is I am very gullible. And that might sound a bit <laughs> weird. Is People can tell me the most absurd lie and I believe it. And before that used to annoy me, but now I really like it because I feel like I'm a walking Disney character. Everything people tell me, I'm like, oh my God. And then when they tell me it's a lie, I'm like, oh. 
But I like <laughs> the fact that I believe everything. Mm. Yeah, you're open. You're open like, to yeah. things. That's what I like about myself. Believe yeah. everything. You believe the best in people. <clears throat> you don't think they're out to get you. Exactly. Exactly. It's nice. And what about you, Natalie? My nose. Your nose. Yeah. Your nose is cute. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Very cute. Thanks. What do I like about myself? I don't know. I'm always copying B. I like my smile. <laughs> I think I've got a great smile. Um, I also, I don't know. I, I, I think one thing that I like about myself is the older I get, the less I give a crap. Yes. Mm. Um, and that seems that just um, allows me to do so much more because I just don't care anymore yeah. what other people think. Um, and that's quite nice. It's quite freeing. So. Also, things I used to not like about myself, I really like about myself yeah. now. Like my eyes. I was really insecure because my mum's South American, so we have smaller eyes. And people used to always make fun of me for my eyes. Aww. And now I love my eyes. Good. Yeah. I used, I, I've got curly hair for the listeners at home. Um, I used to straighten it every single day. And then, um, thankfully, teenage laziness kicked in. And I reached 16 and I was like, sod that, I'm going to sleep more. And now I love my curly hair. You used to straighten those curls. They're gorgeous. Every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, my poor hair. <clears throat> I know. Yeah. Damage. It's a lot yeah. of work as well. The curly hair routine is stressed though. Right now, I look like a toilet brush, but <laughs> I'm learning to embrace it. So you've yeah. got a pineapple. It's fantastic. Yeah. fantastic. But I look like a kid. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're you're look great. You look glorious. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I knew one. It's good. I just wanted you guys to say it. Right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Mm. Pink tax. Have any of you? ever noticed that you pay more for your everyday products yes yeah mm -hmm. yes. good because you are oh, yes yes you are so uh, a 2018 survey uh, by rift which is a um it's a, like a a tax company Sounds great. tax refund company woo they, woo. they did a survey of 600 everyday products comparing men's and women's or should i say products targeted at men and products targeted targeted at women um as like for like as they could get, and they found that um, across the board, women pay up to 35% more for everyday items, everything from moisturizers to deodorants to razors, and it doesn't even it doesn't it doesn't start and end with the adults. It starts with the children. Two thirds of parents have noticed that they pay more for girls' clothing and girls' toys and products than they do for boys. So, even even things like school uniforms, trousers. Trousers for girls cost more than trousers for boys. Polo shirts for girls cost more than they do for boys. Doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't. That I mean, that certainly doesn't make any sense. So, I want to know what you think about what you think about this, and what you think about the notion of what a lot of companies come out and say is like, well, actually, they're not like for like because maybe this one has an added bit of glitter or you know it's shea butter strips whatever oh we've thrown in some floral scents because like mm. you know we all want floral scents and everything i want to smell like hay fever um <laughs> how, how do we feel about this and why do you think it's happening i feel really annoyed about this because i think that this is very damaging because there is a link this has a link to everything it goes further beyond um, clothes and skincare is quite a psycholo psychological thing because, well, my point's just flown out of my head. <laughs> oh my god, I was getting um, so into it, I've forgotten. Psychological. It's all about aesthetics. Um, that's the thing, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's, yes, it's... I've got it, sorry, I've got it now. Basically, you know, if, if you look at skincare products and you, you look at women 
geared towards women and geared towards men. For men, it's very stripped back. It's very basic. When I used to work for Mac, I had different clients who would come and we'd speak about their skincare routine. And for men, it was like, they want to be simple. They want to get out the door. They don't want to moisturize. They just want to bish, bash, bosh, three in one mm. products and off you go. Okay, well, maybe I want exactly the same. Who says that I have more time on my hands to have a serum and a moisturizer mm. and a sun cream? There's, it builds up the idea that women are quote unquote high maintenance. Mm. Yeah. And if that starts from a young age, you're bu building them up to live to an ideal that isn't mm. how they view themselves. Mm. Does that make sense? Well, it yeah. shapes yeah. how they view themselves. Yes. Yeah. And it not only does it make them feel like they are high maintenance, you, you're kind of forced to. Like yeah, you mentioned yeah. three-in-one products, something that just pisses me off. Men who have three-in-one body wash, oh. shampoo, conditioner. and conditioner. And you just <laughs> think... No one thing can do all those what three things. What on earth? <laughs> what on earth? And you just think, like, we're forced to because we've got about ten more products because, yeah. for some reason, no one thinks that a woman would want, I mean, we would, shouldn't want it because it sounds horrendous. No one should want <laughs> that. No one should want that. <laughs> I do agree. Um, but it's just you're being forced to because we've got to have about 10 times more products than yeah. the men to yeah. do the same things. And one one thing that's interesting is, you know, these companies, they come, they come out and they say, oh, it's not like for like, it's not like for like, you know, some of the active ingredients are different, it looks different. And it's like, yeah, you've, you've made it pink, great, well done. But you're right, they are, they're telling us that women need all these extra things. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't realise that my skin is fundamentally so different to a man's that where one moisturiser will suffice, I need five. And there is this notion and this idea that, um, you know, the, the beauty industry and, you know, fashion industry feed off female insecurities. Mm -hmm. I think that they create these insecurities and then feed off them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thoughts? Oh yeah, I think at the end, I think that it's the fact that there's t two products mm. um, that are the same and one's more expensive. That's just gender-based discrimination. Mm -hmm. And you know, yeah, I think the the fashion industry has has historically um, perpetuated lots of really unhealthy ideals, and then the marketing industry like uses that. But then also no one's doing anything about it because economists are saying that it's good for the economy mm. if women are spending more money. Yeah. I mean, but then the irony is we, we still suffer less. from a, yeah, a, a pay gap. Mm. Not only are we being paid less, we're then being forced to pay more for the things that we need in our everyday lives. And, you know, you know a, a male shaving gel, for example, isn't going to function any worse on a female because it, mm. it's not pink and it doesn't smell like flowers mm -hmm. and I think you're right Natalie unfortunately like if we just look at the bare economics of it, it that is capitalism that's how capitalism works mm. if if a product can be marketed in a certain way and sold at a higher price and they can do it they will because that's capitalism and that's how you make more money mm. and you mentioned gender-based discrimination there there are a lot of um kind of organizations at the moment pushing for laws to be enacted that make it illegal for you to charge more for female products than male products purely based on who they're marketed at and what do you ladies think about that because I think this enters a really complex area where all of a sudden we're, kind of, we're acknowledging that capitalism doesn't work for everyone the way that it's currently structured but if we're saying well we need to we need to police it and we need to say you can't charge more because it's marketed at a certain person where does that end and how how do we even begin to try and mediate this? I think uh, 
especially when it comes to beauty products or not even beauty products because I understand that there are different needs and there will be but when it comes to basic care products mm. I think we should start by just not having a difference yeah and then it wouldn't even be an issue about which ones are marketed to different people mm. the fact that you that we think that men need a different kind of body wash baffles me mm. why do you not want to smell like a rose garden why shouldn't you? Mm. And why should I not smell like cool ocean sport or whatever yeah. it is that one smells like? <laughs> yeah. No, Africa. Yes, yeah, Africa. Um, and I think I, I mean, I usually buy male products when I'm getting my basics. And this isn't because I'm like, oh, I'm evolved and I, I don't care about women's things. It's because I'm just cheap. Um, and I buy the cheapest thing I can find, whether yeah. that be the Java gel that smells like uh, glaciers or... <laughs> Uh, the uh, the razors that are like in a pack of ten yeah. and are basic and blue, and they work the same. I am a functioning human who smells all right and looks all right, and it hasn't changed me. I'm not suddenly you know growing a beard and turning into a man. Yeah. So I don't see why we even need to have different products to begin with. So do you think that we should take the gender out of yeah. our products? We've all got the same skin. We've all got the same hair. It's like mm. it do, the products do the same mm. on everyone i think that it's been able to continue for so long because women want that like Mm -hmm. there are a lot of women who who don't want to use the same stuff as their husband and maybe that's a generational thing and things are changing um but that will i think that those those people will always exist and then also as you said about the roses i had a a memory uh, as a side note my ex used to always always get cake body wash cake cake it was pink it was like one of the cheapest ones you know like ADP yeah. it smells like cake and I love fresh stuff in the shower I like a blue like fresh or something so it's interesting how in my last relationship it was like when it came down to the body wash it was almost reverse oh my god I hated washing with that cake <laughs> it literally felt like came out like a fucking birthday cake yeah it was hot I didn't feel clean I I don't like anything scented. I grew yeah. up. I suffered from eczema my whole childhood. I couldn't have anything scented. I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome, and now I just <laughs> just want everything to be unscented. But like, I I wash my body and my face with a bar of simple soap. I use like a simple moisturizer. Like I'll just use a plain bog standard moisturizer. A few years ago, I suddenly after having years of clear skin got quite bad adult acne and I did I did all my research and all the articles said that I needed like 10 different products probably cost me about 100 pounds to get the routine going that I had and nothing it didn't get better it wasn't getting better but all these articles all these products were telling me like this is what you need it's gonna this is what you need to have beautiful clear skin and I remember I was very lucky one of my best friends her dad is is a great dermatologist and I went to see him and he was like Steph tell me are you you buying all these things because you're an idiot or because you love wasting your money? I was like, fucking oh, hell. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I just want to get better. Um, and he's like, you just need to wash your face with soap. And adm- admittedly, that doesn't work for everyone. But, you know, if you're saying, I agree with you, there is there is the demand for it. You know, these products wouldn't exist if there wasn't the demand for it. I think it's a chicken and egg situation. Would the demand be there if we weren't being aggressively marketed, marketed at? Um, and would they be aggressively marketing at us if the demand wasn't there mm. and I do think there's a shift happening at the moment where um, 
the you mentioned taking taking the gender out of these kind of products and there there are certainly movements happening to create like gender less products you know um Mona, you, you mentioned when you were working at Mac. Mac seems to have been doing a lot of work very, very quietly to just start marketing themselves. Uh, male, female, non-binary, trans, doesn't matter who you are, you want to put it on your face, put it on your face. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And they've been doing it very quietly. But what I don't buy are all these, all these products and brands that for years have used sex um, to sell products to us, to tell us how we should look and how we should behave. And now they're like, we're not going to use sex, we're going to use anti-sexism. And they're so dumb, they're not going to realise that we've just done a complete U-turn yeah. and that we're telling them, actually, you're perfect the way you are and you'll just be even more perfect if you continue using mm. our products. And then you feel guilty yeah. if you don't feel perfect the way you are and you go, oh gosh, I'm meant to be feeling that. Yeah. I know you started this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's um, That's like a marketing strategy because... You know, with the rise of kind of veganism and minimalism, like mm. brands are losing a lot of their target audience because a new generation are growing up like actually not wanting to be part of the system. Mm. And so they're realising, oh, <laughs> I've got to do something. And so they're going to try it. They're marketing themselves differently to try and gain back that audience and yeah. that trust because that's mm. what brands haven't had is, yeah. is a trust. That's why they're, they're connecting with influencers who have mm. a trust of the audience. Yeah, marketing and advertising at the moment in with brands is like shifting and it's becoming very hard. Yeah. They're so, trying to play catch up, but for me it just all rings a bit hollow. Like, you know, yeah. for years you've been selling me this product on the basis that I'm imperfect and now you're selling me this product saying that I am perfect. That doesn't make any sense. I think a point that comes into mind when you say that is I understand that if we look at the female-based products, they are geared towards women, but women aren't the ones who are going to benefit from it. Their partner is, whether that's a man or a woman. Because if I had uh, a tampon that smells nice... Mm. And it's going inside me. Uh, I can't do a 360 and turn my head into my vagina. My That'll partner be cool, would be though, down there. Yeah. That would be cool. That actually really would be I don't. I don't think you'd be smelling if uh, that's what you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be smelling the scent of tampons. That's what I wouldn't be doing. But, um, if, but, you know, Fresh and all of this stuff, and uh, there's even, like, deodorant for down there that you spray oh, in your knickers and spray oh. around there. But I'm not that's necessarily soft. going to be smelling that all the time because I actually don't have my head up my ass. My partner, however would be the one that would be mm. around there. So who is the product benefiting? Which it, and the reason why I said that, yes, it might give me confidence, but I've spoken to some women and we might just be talking about what we like in the opposite sex and who we're attracted to. And they really own the fact that, oh, I like a manly man smell. What's a manly man smell? I like a man who's just come out of the gym or smells a bit rugged because to me it's a bit manly. Sweat. Okay, yeah, mm. exactly. It's yeah. sweat. So if I went to the gym and I smelled like that, it's very unlikely that I would be told, hmm, you smell like a natural woman. I like that. (laughs) I'd feel like I'd have to go get an 80-pound perfume and spray that and wash and have this and have that because my natural smell isn't quote-unquote sexy, Mm. whereas a man's natural smell is sexy. So I'd have to buy something, not for me, but for the man to tell me, you smell sexy. Yeah. But there's a reason why we like the smell of sweat is because when it's like has, like, pheromones in it. So maybe, you know, Mm. just the men just aren't saying it. But then I think it's interesting because if if we're buying these scented things to look a certain way, especially with like stuff that's uh, quite hidden, um, 
Well, She's talking about the Well, when do we see vaginas? It's going to be in porn. And what are people in porn doing? Well, they, they, they're spending a lot of money on these kinds of things. Um, and that's I a mean, standard can, there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think fe- uh, fem- feminine hygiene products is, an, is a topic that fills me with so much blind rage. Oh, yeah. Um, Mona, the fact that you've mentioned scented tampons. When I first discovered scented tampons, it blew my mind. Okay, yeah, everyone is shaking their head at me. It's gobsmacking. Mm. What? I want to talk to the person who invented scented tampons and ask them if they understand where I'm going to shove that thing. No one's going to be smelling it where I'm putting it. And also, a lot of feminine hygiene products have been proven to have a very, very strong link to an increase in infections. Women who use these products actually report more yeast infections, more bacterial vaginosis, a higher chance of getting pelvic um, inflammation. It's mind-boggling. Vaginas are a perfect ecosystem. They have exactly the right balance of good and bad bacteria. They're self-cleaning. Leave vaginas alone. Don't look at them. Don't put perfume in them. I mean, you can look at them. Sorry. Don't really look at them. Hang on. I was with you. Don't look them straight in the eyes. Look at them in all their glory. You will turn to stone. Weird smelling things up them. They don't need it. The thing that's funny about it is you mentioned porn, Natalie, and... Imagine if, like, I mean, I don't watch that much porn, but I can't imagine a guy going down there to eat a girl. I mean, probably not very often anyway, a guy going down there to eat a girl out in porn and being like, mmm, this smells good. Like, you this smell is like baby powder. Delicious. <laughs> like and also, after the gym or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if started suddenly, like, something started coming out like, like willy wash? Like, mm. make your penis smell like a, I don't know. I mean, isn't, I mean, cherries. you know, aren't, like, ball... <laughs> freshening wipes the gift that we all need like <laughs> why, like I'm setting so, a new company up yeah <laughs> we should it's probably we'll right money wipes. Mm. but it's just again it's it's taking aspects of female bodies that are completely natural and normal and healthy and being like well oh, this is weird let's make them really insecure about it yeah. and make them buy all these products <clears throat> that they don't need yeah and mm. what's worse is that you know these those are you know, what I, I would say are optional feminine sanitary mm. products. You know, a lot of women will probably at some point try things like femme wash and, and wipes. And you mentioned a deodorant. I've never even heard of that. That's terrifying for your vagina. Mm. Um, and those those are optional. But what about products that you can't avoid using? It is a fact of life that the majority of women or people who identify as female will have periods every single month. Mm. You need products for those, whether it's pads or tampons or a moon cup or um, actually um, Mona was mentioning earlier, there are now pants that you can wear that absorb periods, which sound fantastic. I keep seeing them. But I've got one. What is um, shocking, and I imagine a lot of our listeners do know this, but tampons are considered a luxury item by Mm. um, the, the tax system and we pay a 5% luxury tax on tampons. I have a list here of some things that we do not pay a luxury tax on because they are considered household staples. Chocolate chip biscuits, Jaffa cakes, toffee apples, and milkshakes are all 
household essentials that we do not have to pay luxury tax on. I'm with them with the Jaffa cake. I mean, yeah, I do love a Jaffa cake. I love a Jaffa cake. I need them for when I'm having my period. (laughs) (laughs) They're quite spongy, though. I'm just going to put it out there. They are spongy as a, you know. scented. Yeah, very (laughs) scented. Just stick, you know, stick one up. So, chuck it up. Thoughts on luxury tampon tax? Boo. Boo. We're all all Bad. Bad. I already feel like we should get that for free because I didn't ask for my period. Mm. That's my personal belief on that. I think it is absolutely atrocious that you're paying... I think it's atrocious that you're paying for it full stop, Mm, let alone having to pay any more for it because it's not a luxury to be on your period. Everybody who's had a period, despite if you don't have any cramps at all, it's uncomfortable and it's annoying. Mm. So to have to... Them times when you're on your period and you've run out of your pad and you need to run to the shop, but you might have to do a homemade quick tissue DIY, that doesn't sound like a, a luxurious situation to me. And mm. I know loads of people have been in that situation. Or if you're at um, at work or at school, it's it can very quickly turn into a serious situation. I don't see luxury in that in any way, mm. shape or form. So the fact that it's even being considered that is very annoying. And that's where the connotations of, oh, you're on your period and people want to poke a bit of fun at it. I don't think anything about that mm. is funny at all. And you're right. One in ten girls in their life will um, experience p- period poverty and might not be able to afford sanitary products, but they're not offered for free. Yeah. And I think it's atrocious. You know, we mentioned earlier that, uh, if, like, the audacity that not only do we get paid less, we're expected to pay more for everyday toiletries and make any sense. things. The fact out. that we have periods it's a biological fact of being a female mm-hmm. and we're taxed for it extra yeah. Yeah. condoms don't have a uh, luxury tax attached to them i'm pretty sure you can get viagra from the nhs mm-hmm. but you can't get tampons i find it mind-boggling and it's so unfair it's, it's really unfair it's really just infuriating and a few there is some progress you know so like some retailers some big retailers have decided that they're going to take the hit mm. for women um I'm looking at my list i've got tesco's yeah, asda Tesco morrison's recently. they've all done it so they're saying that um they're going to reduce the cost of sanitary products and they're going to absorb the costs um, no pun intended Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn i wish i planned that one. Uh, i'm just subconsciously brilliant um uh and so, do you think that that progress is enough? No, no. What, they're doing it like what that. They're giving pain as a favour. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we're being so good to women. It's like, well, okay, great. But you're also a multinational corporation with lots and lots of money. So mm. it's kind of the least you could do, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why don't you also buy some and give it to a, a food banker? You know. Yeah. And that comes back to our like when we were talking before about big brands jumping on good causes mm. because then again they're winning back their customers who are buying the moon cup who are you know maybe going to protest buying the period pants mm. who are like don't want to subscribe mm. to big corporations anymore yeah all yeah. it does is it gives them more money because then you're going to go well if i'm buying pads i'm going to go to tesco yeah. because they've actually it'll yes. be cheaper for me but then they get the money they get the custom yeah, yeah. there's it's a marketing they're feeding off the yeah. fact that we they know we need products it's a necessity every month so they know we're going to have to we're going to go for the cheapest one mm. we're going if tesco say we're going to take up our tax we're going to go there yeah. yeah and for years i mean this whole time um, it's been these. There, there's only been a few options. Whereas with the with the cups, the cups have been around since Victorian times, which I didn't know about. So yeah, they gained popularity with like 
the veganism what and minimalism. What were they made out of in Victorian times? Um, I think some something silly, maybe wow. said plastic was invented later, but yeah, they were they were created then. Um, Go Victorian. That's yeah, great. but they never caught on. So I think it's it's they're like scrambling, mm. you know, thinking like mm. things are changing. You know, P- young people are, are spending their money on not on the same things that, that people used to. Mm. Yeah. And I guess the problem with the, well, not the problem with the moon cup, but for retailers and capitalism, the problem is that you it's reusable. Yeah. Ten years. So you don't have to keep going back. Yeah. They don't like that. They don't like that at all. Um, that's that's so true. And and talking about kind of brands piggybacking on, um, you know, Tesco's might be absorbing oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> the cost of um, of sanitary products, but then they're still they're still selling the products other products at a higher rate to women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the re- there was a recent advert that Gillette released um, completely piggybacking on the back of the Me Too movement, a movement that was created by women for women, um, and um, using it to put men at the centre of the discussion again. And they were basically trying to use anti-sexism to promote their male raises, which, you know, seems great, but then when you look into it and you realise actually the female versions of their raises from Gillette are more for women so mm. they're kind of supporting women but also screwing us over with a pink tax yeah it all just rings really very 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 hollow so what do you think that we can do as consumers as women to try and force change do we do we need to care as feminists yes. should we care yes I, I would say follow the um the free periods movement mm. um they're doing some really interesting stuff um, and yeah, I think on it, I don't know much what I can say, but I know that that things will happen mm. and just pay attention to social media and be alert. Yeah. See, I think, <laughs> I think so mysterious. I love it. <laughs> think change, change is coming. I really don't know anything. <laughs> I just got an email. No, <laughs> so I, I think we need to kind of vote with our, with our cash. Mm. I think that's the only oh, yeah. way that we can force their hand you know, do a B by the by the men's versions. Do oh, a B, don't yeah, shave. Yeah. I don't even yeah. shave anymore. Don't yeah. give them any money. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you and your razors. But if you do want to shave, get the men's one. Yeah. But I think that's the only way that we can force their hand. Stop start stop buying the female versions, buy the men's versions, start supporting more gender neutral companies. You know, I there's the, the ordinary beauty company is one. I think they do a very good job of being very Gen- completely gender neutral. Yeah. Um, Mac, there yeah. there are more and more clothing companies that are coming out that are gender neutral. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying that we don't have to have gendered things. Like you know, I, you know, I like, I like dresses. I they are advertised towards women. I, men can wear them as well. I don't care who wears a dress. But you know, if things can be gendered, they cannot be gendered. Mm-hmm. I don't think the basics should be gendered. I think they just need to function. People. You know, Natalie, you're right. People want to spend their money on different things. People care about different things nowadays. I think the generation coming up now is a lot more socially conscious. Mm. We just want things that work, yeah. that aren't and a waste of money. And if you want to smell like cake... Smell like cake. No matter who you are. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like a snack. I don't like I it. think having <laughs> those conversations as well is very important. Because um, it's education, isn't it? Word yeah. of mouth is very powerful. I think people need to be more open about these conversations and discussing it and getting your views out there, not being worried about how you're perceived. Mm. Because I do know that when topics come up, for example, like periods, a lot of people get really grossed out and stuff, and it's not about that. Mm. So I'd say talk more. Yeah, mm. education is so important. Like, everything that we talked about, 
like kids should be taught in schools if you use this you are going to have thrush and a bacterial vaginosis if boys would get using something that was marketed to them as teenagers and they were getting ill from it and having to take antibiotics that would have been put in the school curriculum Mm -hmm. to be like don't do this you know yeah Mm -hmm. um so education needs to has has a big part to play on loads of things and really needs to step up yeah Yeah. and i think also i mean there's a big thing with i mean influencer culture is a whole other kind of kettle of fish but influencers and people who have audiences of young women not promoting things like femme fresh for your vagina or douches yeah or um panty liners when you're a young girl i mean unless you literally have something wrong with your pelvic floor which Mm. obviously it's very helpful young people you're going to have discharge it happens like you don't need to wear a a fresh panty liner just wash your knickers every day (laughs) it (laughs) just is that simple there are some people that that like to use it i think like because it's so hard because it's like you can see where things are unhealthy but then you it's hard because because I shouldn't really tell women what to do. Yeah. Everyone should be allowed to make their own choice. Absolutely. But if there's like that There's thing, a fine line between preference and... Yeah, I think yeah. it's the promotion of them. Them existing yes. is fantastic. I know there are a lot, like, there are people, um, for example, young girls who maybe want to have the little tins to put their pads in and stuff. Mm. Great, because if you feel uncomfortable, actually, why shouldn't we make it a bit easier for them? But it's the promotion yeah. by influencers who are probably getting money from it as yeah. well, um, promoting these products, going, oh, you sh- I love this, and you should really use it because it's yeah. great. And you think, no, just enforce yeah. the people who look up to them. Just, yeah. We were talking about this earlier. I said yeah. I was annoyed because there was a YouTuber, that I think it was like last year, that talked about a douche, and she was like, I know I shouldn't talk about this, but this is what I use. And that's really like if you feel uncomfortable that you have like you were saying like you have you to should, put a disclaimer yeah, out there yeah. then obviously it's not something that you feel you just people don't should say be practicing yeah. and just I mean, again so just jumping on your people. point sorry go on so many young girls are going to be like I want to be like her I'm going to buy that thing yeah, yeah. So you don't need to tell us that there's something wrong with us yeah. to sell us things just show us the thing and if we want it we'll get it yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> really easy <laughs> just jumping on Natalie's point really quickly I think it is important that these products. Um, that are masking smells you need to be in tune with your body if there's a change in scent a change in sensation a change in texture you need to be alert instead of masking the problem Mm. get to the root of it yeah auntie mona's done just need to say that That, yeah love that and i think that's a good note to end on so maybe we could just do a quick rip round rip round whip round whip round round, and everyone can just say kind of like one takeaway that they've had from this episode I'm going to say what you just said, what Mona yeah. just said. Yeah. That actually, that is kind of a really important crux of the matter about products for women, the masking things or changing things. But actually, there are things that we, especially young women, have to be aware of what is natural for them. And then it will prevent any unnecessary illnesses. Yeah. That's so important. And yeah, you kind of said what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yes, love that. I feel the same, really. You've got two sets of lips. Listen to the both of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's it. I don't think anything else needs to be said. That's fantastic. I agree with Mona. Yeah. I've never heard that before. I think you're right. I just made it up. <laughs> oh, incredible. I think, yeah, be in tune. Buy the men's products. <laughs> don't pay more if you don't have to. Just don't do use douches. Yeah. Don't use douches. <laughs> do don't douche. what you want. <laughs> No. Oh. Yeah, do what you want. Yeah. If you want to smell like something, smell like it. If you don't, don't. Yeah. 
yeah. Well, I think that's good. Thanks, ladies. So, um, for all you listeners at home, if you haven't already, please do um, subscribe. Tell us what you're thinking. Follow us on all of our socials at Women of Power UK and join us for another episode next week with more great hosts. So, thanks. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.